0: Shall we sing along For the folks at home
1: I don't think so I think
0: Should we just let them enjoy it
1: Yeah (laughs) Love to eat Turkey Turkey I love you Love to eat turkey Cause it's good Love to eat turkey (laughs) Like a good boy should Cause it's turkey To eat (laughs) To (laughs) eat So good so good. (laughs) That clapping's messing my head up. I love it. He's the greatest. I appreciate it. But I was was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping.
0: (laughs) I'm glad that made it onto the album. He's like
1: my internal voice. Mm -hmm. Come to life. They're all going to laugh at you. Yeah. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat turkey in my big brown shoe i <laughs> love to eat the turkey at the table I once saw a movie with Betty <laughs> Grable it's just so ridiculous yep. so good the whole album is great it really is 50 million fans <laughs> can't be
0: wrong
1: turkey lurky doc I eat that turkey then I take a nap all right that that's enough of that um however all of you should listen to the adam sandler comedy album they're they're all gonna laugh today that is one of the best albums ever it'll make your soul happy Mm -hmm. like i said it's adam sandler to me is like my internal voice has come to life in a being i feel so deeply all of those things that he talks about
0: and on christmas we'll have to. oh my god On our 100th episode, we'll have to play the Hanukkah song.
1: Oh, yeah, because that'll be the start of Hanukkah. That's right. Yeah.
0: If we don't mess it up. We We were
1: going to run through my neighborhood and deliver dreidels to people.
0: (laughs) In a slingshot through their windows.
1: (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) I actually meant like doing something nice for my neighbors.
0: Dreidel this, mother. Wow. Funners.
1: Mother funners. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes,
0: we're going to debate pop culture.
1: My background's in music.
0: My background's in film.
1: I know the topics beforehand.
0: And I don't.
1: We check the internet for the facts.
0: And ruin it with opinions. From
1: pop rocks in your lunchbox.
0: To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Happy Thanksgiving, Misty.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, turkey la- face. I
0: would like to give thanks. Okay. For this show and for our executive producer, Mr. Jeremy Robinson, yep, and for you and our friendship, yep, and it's the best ship. Friendship is the best ship. It is. Even when it's sinking into the deep, dark abyss (laughs) of the ocean of doubt. Well, I don't know why I went dark there for a second. Good morning, everybody.
1: Wow. Good morning. It's It's Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. So y'all just sitting around your house by yourself.
1: Turkey lurkey. About to have a turkey Turkey sandwich.
0: (coughs) What do we want to talk about today?
1: I'm going to talk about something really fun, because today's Thanksgiving, Yep. and Thanksgiving people like food.
0: Thanksgiving cats. Nope. What if we ate cat instead of turkey on Thanksgiving? Yuck. And it was live like sushi. Stop it. Wow. Here, yeah. kitty, 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 meow. 15 minutes. No. Let's go.
1: No. Um. Today, we're going to talk about famous foods that are named after people.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't see that coming.
1: I know you didn't. I got you on that one, didn't I?
0: Is it going to be just a collection of sandwiches?
1: No. Why would it just be a collection of sandwiches?
0: Because that's what the first thing that comes to my mind is like, that's the that's the so-and-so and it's a sandwich. The, I can't oh, remember. no.
1: I mean actual foods like a Waldorf salad. There's a reason it's a Waldorf salad.
0: Because they served it at the Waldorf?
1: It, it was created at the Waldorf Astoria.
0: Oh, oh, my gosh.
1: And it was made as a joke for a really picky customer?
0: I'm about to educate myself.
1: Do it. Uh,
0: one of my favorite breakfasts.
1: Yeah? Eggs Benedict? Yeah. Tell the story. I'm it's a look, good one. I am
0: just clicked on the list. I'm reading this cold, folks. Here we go. <clears throat> but everybody knows how much of a cold reader
1: I am. Yeah, he's a good... He, re, he reads real good. Uh,
0: okay, pick a uh, voice for me to read it in.
1: Your Lucky Charms voice.
0: Lucky Charms
1: Magically delicious
0: Irish uh, Food food historians agree (laughs) That this famous brunch dish Has its its roots In the well-heeled I can't do it, sorry I can do one thing or the other Well-heeled dining culture Of the late 19th century New York But its actual origins Are hotly contested With a number of Benedicts Having claimed it as their own Whoever first thought of it, it remains for me far and away the best hangover cure. Stop it. Just get to the facts. A billowing mass of buttery softness that restores equanimity to the most battered psyche. And of course, it's obligatory accompaniment. You're just masturbating with words right now. Basically, so- yeah. Uh, like goes jizzing good, all over the Goes internet. good with the Bloody Mary. Cool. Doesn't tell us who did it. Doesn't tell us yeah. who. Yeah.
1: Um, Beef Wellington.
0: Oh, George Jessel invented the eggs Benedict.
1: Okay, I was like, mm. Sorry,
0: beef Wellington.
1: Beef Wellington was created for the first Duke of Wellington. It's a British hero of the Battle of Waterloo. Um, and he liked his beef with pate, mushrooms, truffles, and madeira sauce all encased in a pastry crust, so they named it after him. Mm. And that is Beef Wellington.
0: Have you ever had oysters Rockefeller? I have. And they're delicious. I, I never have. And I'm now seeing a picture of it. And it looks like the equivalent of what they would do deviled eggs with, with oysters.
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: So they whip them up and, like,
1: mm-hmm. they're huh. pretty good. It's really the only way I like oysters.
0: It's a, seeking an alternative to the hard to come by French escargot. Chefs at Antoine's restaurant in New Orleans created the dish baked oysters mm-hmm. topped with a buttery green sauce and breadcrumbs.
1: Yeah. That I've actually eaten it, Antoine, awesome. and it's incredible. Wow, it's my like New Orleans is my favorite food city in the world. I was gonna... like, you could go there and just eat yourself to death.
0: Do you have one? Because I have one. I want to look up.
1: Um, I want to
0: look up General Sal's Chicken.
1: Look that one up. Uh, that's a good one to look up. It's definitely a good one. What do you got? Um, I have chicken Tadrazzini. Okay, which was named for the operatic soprano Luisa Tetrazzini, who was also called the Florence Nightingale Florentine Nightingale. sorry, uh, she went to perform a show in San Francisco and went to a restaurant and after her show um and asked for these things to be put together, and so they named it Chicken Tetrazzini.
0: Well, look at that, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> General Sao's chicken. Yeah. Pronounced, oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> 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 pronounced T S W O, General Sao. Yeah. It's like, it's General Sao, I think.
1: Well, here, yes, that's what we call well, it. Well,
0: here's the funny thing about here mm-hmm. it's a sweet, deep fried chicken dish that is served in North American Chinese restaurants. Yeah, it's They fried. don't serve it nowhere else. They don't. They don't fry up their chicken. God, no. Mm-mm.
1: No, we're the only people that do that.
0: Huh? But they've associated it with the uh, Zhu Zongtang, a Qing dynasty statesman and military leader. Although there there's no recorded connection to him, nor the dish known in Hunan. Zao's
1: Hunan. Well,
0: okay. Look at that. That's like, like Hunan. the that's like the McDonald's of Chinese food. It here. kind of
1: is. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. Um, I got one for you. Yeah. Beef stroganoff. Ooh. It's a 19th century Russian dish and named for Count Stroganoff. Um, They were going through a food depression in Russia. And this was something, it basically is one of those things like you look in your refrigerator and go, what can I make with the three things I have in my refrigerator?
0: I love that game. Me too. I'm so good at it.
1: And that's what was created and it became one of the Count's favorite dishes. Hmm. So they named it Beef Strug enough.
0: Do you know who the Reuben is from the Reuben Sandwich?
1: Uh, you know, I've heard the story before, but I don't remember it. My brain can only hold so much.
0: Reuben Kulakowski and Bernie Sh- Schimmel. Uh, Black- yeah, old Bla- Bernie
1: Schimmel. Well,
0: it's from the Blackstone Hotel in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Have you ever been there?
1: Um, I don't think that it's open anymore.
0: Probably not. Uh, but they opened uh, Ruben's Delicatessen in New York City. Another account holds mm. that Ruben's creator is Arnold Rubin, the German-Jewish owner of Ruben's Delicatessen, 1908 to 2001 in New York City. So it's, con- it's contested that either Ruben Kolakowski or Ruben's Delicatessen came up with it.
1: There's a lot of fighting Rubens going on there.
0: Yeah. Na- do you know any Rubens?
1: I do. Do you? I-, I do, yeah. I think I know two guys named Ruben.
0: Are they currently fighting it out over the title of a sandwich?
1: I don't think they are. Yeah, I don't think they know each other. Um, here's one for you. Okay. The Shirley Temple.
0: Well, that's easy, right?
1: <laughs> the classic children's cocktail of club soda, grenadine, and maraschino cherries was invented in the late 1930s at Hollywood's Chasen's Restaurant for child star Shirley Temple. A slice of orange and a straw is suggested. A paper parasol is optional. Do you know that my favorite alcoholic drink to have in the world is a dirty Shirley?
0: Is that with vodka?
1: Yeah. You just add a splash of vodka to it. It's so tasty. Huh. Yeah.
0: Fettuccine Alfredo.
1: It hit me.
0: <laughs> Alfredo Di... Le- Le- <laughs> Lilio. Alfredo Di Lilio, an early 20th century Italian chef, invented the dish for his pregnant wife.
1: Oh, she had cravings. And his
0: Roman restaurant and okay. popular- popularized it among tourists.
1: Um, How about veal Sinatra?
0: That would be like me going, Pasta Isaac. Right. That's funny.
1: That's exactly what veal Sinatra is. Veal
0: Sinatra, that's baby lamb (laughs) served at Frank Sinatra's restaurant.
1: A veal stuffed with a creamy butter sauce, vegetables, and it was named after famous jazz singer Frank Sinatra. It was created in Las Vegas. He would get done with the show. He would come over and... Give them exactly what he wanted and so they just named the dish after him Veal Sinatra
0: I'm gonna say that this might be the most famous beverage or food named after a human Okay the Arnold Palmer
1: yeah of course yeah the
0: half lemonade, half ice Oh
1: tea. Arnold you were right on with that Gee, one.
0: friggin nailed it.
1: I also used to be able to make an alcoholic Arnold Palmer do you remember Ooh. when they made um, uh, they made tea infused vodka and I would mix it with Limicello.
0: I have a ton of Limoncello in my freezer right now. What? Yeah, I'll bring it tomorrow. Mm. Um, Mm. One of our executive producers, (laughs) associates on another project that that they produce together, makes it at home.
1: Huh. My favorite, um, and I don't know if he still does it, but was Danny DeVito's Limoncello. Mm. Danny DeVito had a Limoncello company, and it was tasty. I did
0: not know that.
1: Yeah, he did. I mixed Danny DeVito's Limoncello... And if I couldn't find the weird iced tea infused vodka, I would mm-hmm. mix it with Dan Aykroyd's vodka, the Crystal Skull. Oh,
0: that stuff is supposed to be <laughs> it's real like celebrity good. Celebrity
1: Arnold Palmer, alcoholic Arnold Palmer. It's yeah. re- it is real good. It's very tasty. Um, Have you ever heard of
0: Bananas Foster?
1: Very many times. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: It's named after. It's Richards. on
1: fire when they de- bring it to your table. Oh, they that's the flaming
0: fire. banana. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, named after Richard Foster, regular customer and friend of the New Orleans restaurant Brennan's, owner mm. Owen Brennan. Yeah. This is fascinating stuff. I
1: know, right? It's fun for a Thanksgiving. You know, people are yeah. eating and fooding.
0: What about the Granny Smith apple?
1: Named after Granny Smith.
0: An apple origi- originating in Australia. Not Austria. Okay. <laughs> from 1868, from a chance seeding propagated by Marie Ann Granny Smith, hence the apple is named after her.
1: Australia just—they do nothing but bring great things. Earl Grey tea. I do know about Earl Grey tea.
0: It's. Do you know what made it famous?
1: It's the tea that we dumped in the harbor, right?
0: That could very well be the case, but <laughs> in Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, okay. Captain Picard would go up to the food replicator and say, "Tea, Earl Grey, Earl Grey, hot." Okay. And it was named after. Charles Gray, Second Earl of Gray, Viscount Howick, and British Prime Minister. Am I developing a stutter?
1: I don't think so. I think you just, uh, but I do have one that I think is going to really make you excited. Okay. Because it's going to be the callback to how we started this. Oh, shit. Is this just going to be an episode about sandwiches? Mm Mm-hmm. John Montague, the fourth Earl of Monte sandwich, Cristo.
0: no, did Sorry. not
1: invent the sandwich. Really? Meat between slices of bread has been eaten long before him, but as the often repeated story goes, his title name was applied to it after he frequently called for the easily handled food while entertaining friends. Their card games then were not interrupted by the need for forks and such. Hmm, Sandwich. Give me a sandwich. I thought you
0: were going with the Monte Cristo there, the fried sandwich. Oh, if there's no, I
1: hate the Monte Cristo. As if Cristo. deli
0: meats aren't going to stop your heart fast enough.
1: Then let's put some powdered sugar on top of it and give you jelly to dip a ham and cheese deep fried sandwich in. Like, what the F?
0: How about the margarita?
1: Tell me about the margarita.
0: There are many claims for the name of this tequila lime orange liqueur cocktail. Dallas socialite Margarita Samus said she invented it in 1948 for one of her Acapulco parties.
1: What's an Acapulco and, party? Is that like some weird, like down south sex party? It's a
0: really nice way to say we're having a racist party.
1: Oh, ew!
0: Like there, it's it's like Mexican night. Oh, Acapulco, like we're on the islands of Acapulco, like.
1: I'm glad we just changed it to Taco Tuesday.
0: Yeah. I could be totally wrong about that, too.
1: No, that sounds about right. Uh,
0: Enrique Guertez claimed he invented it in Tijuana in the 1940s for Rita Hayworth. Hayworth's real name, wow, was Margarita Cancino.
1: I did not know that Rita Hayworth was Latin at all.
0: Yeah. Another story connects the drink to her during an earlier time when she was dancing in Tijuana nightclubs under that name.
1: Interesting. I did not know that. Carlos
0: Herrera said he created it and named the cocktail in his Tijuana restaurant in 1938 to 1939 for Majori King. Ms. King was reportedly allergic to all alcohol except tequila and had asked for something besides a straight shot.
1: That's like when I say I'm allergic to tomatoes. I'm not. I just don't mm-hmm. like them. She didn't like anything but tequila.
0: Ooh. Nevada bartender Red Hinton said he named the cocktail after his girlfriend Margarita Mendez. So, there's three origins. So for
1: many. There's like, some
0: margarita drama going on. There is on some in there.
1: margarita drama. And
0: here's the other thing margarita pizza doesn't have nothing to do with no margarita drink.
1: It sure doesn't. Margarita, that basically just means red. Mm-hmm. It means tomatoes and red sauce and cheese, and that's it. Do you,
0: yeah. you know where the origin of Bloody Mary
1: came from? No, but tell me because I love Bloody Mary. A
0: popular cocktail containing vodka, tomato juice. You love Bloody Mary,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you don't like tomatoes.
1: Yep. I like the texture of tomatoes. Oh, so it's not a taste. It's not. It's a texture thing. They're they're lumpy and smushy.
0: It's lump. It's lump. Stop. (laughs) A popular cocktail containing vodka, tomato juice, and usually other spices or flavorings Mm -hmm. named after Mary Queen One of England.
1: Oh, interesting. Why, though? That's all they got. She just liked it?
0: That's just the way she asked for her drinks. Mary Jane is a peanut butter and molasses candy bar is developed in... That is not what I thought that was. Never mind. I'm going to keep scrolling.
1: Do you want to know about Dom Perignon? Yes. Dom was a French Benedictine monk, expert winemaker, and developed the first true champagne in the late 17th century. Uh, chicken Picasso. Not chicken piccata. Chicken Picasso. It's a creamy chicken dish that was named after Pablo Picasso because he enjoyed it while he was painting.
0: I just, I just blew my own mind right now.
1: Tell me. I like it when you blew your own mind.
0: If you had to guess what my favorite, just all-around go-to food was, what would you say? That's right. Nachos.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: How long do you think nachos have been on this earth?
1: A long time.
0: Like, just guess. That's right. 1943.
1: Okay, that's
0: not very long. That's not very long. That's eighty years.
1: Yeah, it took the, all that time to figure out. Let's melt some cheese on some chips. If
0: I don't, if I was born before nineteen forty three, I would have invented nachos. That's how much I love nachos.
1: Yeah, it I was, like nachos too.
0: It was created nineteen forty three by Ignacio Nacho and Yana. The original nachos consisted of fried corn tortillas covered with melted cheese and jalapeno peppers.
1: Okay. Okay. The slaps. That's Thanksgiving snaps.
0: slaps. We should have seen if there was any Thanksgiving named.
1: Uh, that's what I've kind of been looking for. Because my list is much, much, much longer than yours. No, and it's, it's got I'm, a lot of things in it.
0: I'm on Wikipedia, bro. we got thousands. <clears throat> Eggs Woodhouse. What's Lobster up Newberg. Prince William Cider Apple. Washington Melba Pie. Toast. Oh, George H. Washington Melba. had his own pie named after
1: him. Mornay Sauce. Macintosh apples, McJordan sandwich. Ooh. Oh, wow. That was actually a thing that McDonald's made. It was a McDonald's quarter pounder with Mm -hmm. bacon and barbecue sauce sold regionally in the Chicagoland area for a limited time only in 1992. Mm -hmm. Did you visit Chicago in 1992? I didn't,
0: but I feel like I had one.
1: (laughs) It wasn't sold anywhere outside of Chicago because it was for the Bulls.
0: You're on the same page I'm on. You were just going from the bottom to the top, and I was going from the top to the bottom. (laughs) Got me again. Well, as long as it's not Every Thanksgiving, day. everybody.
1: We'll see you tomorrow. See
0: you tomorrow. TGIF.